You are listening to The 945 Show on WFNULP 94.1 FM and podcasted everywhere. Local music from the Twin Cities. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to WFNULP 94.1 FM in St. Paul. We are Frogtown Community Radio. This is the 945 show. Bridge Sky is here, and uh, your WFNU Programmer of the Year. I was going to say award winner is here. here. It's me, Mike That's Rez. you. Yes. Solo you alone. Mike, I got to <laughs> give, give you some some crap because I, I honestly, I wore the hoodie I was definitely proud to be a part of, I'm proud still to be a part of the show, <laughs> but when you went up there for your speech, I was like, man, he didn't throw me any uh, recognition for how <laughs> wonderful it is to have my company. Nothing like, hey, oh, by the way, thanks to Brid, you know, for hanging out with me for like over a year now. Right. I know. I apologize. Did you get nervous? Or? It was nerve wracking because I, I really didn't know how much time I had. And so I was like, well, how long can I talk? Because I could have said a lot more. Of course. And I had like this whole thing like in my head. Uh-huh. When I was walking up, I was like, okay, I can say this. I got to say that. I got to say that. And then I get up there and I don't know if they even wanted me to say anything. Wendell, w- Wendell kind of was just like, here, let Mike say something. Yeah. <laughs> and I just took the microphone. Oh, see, point. now if it would have been me, I would. it's like the Grammys. I had, right? I had a speech. It got yeah. emotional. And, <laughs> I mean, that's all what I fantasy land in my head. So I had my hoodie ready. I made sure not to eat too much so I didn't have garlic and breath. And I was just <laughs> waiting for you to be like, oh, I got to give just a little shout out to my little co-host. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. I'm I told sorry. I got to meet uh, Robin and his beautiful wife. Yes. Yeah. Graybeat was there. Graybeat. It's a big surprise. I got starstruck a bit. Did you? And you actually... Like, oh! Oh my goodness! Yes, and so and they when they were on, of course, I joined virtually, so I didn't really get to meet them. But I've been Facebook friends with them, so right. I've been kind of following their life. So I felt like I knew them. I gave them hugs, uh, kind of forcefully. <laughs> His wife is such a ball of it. She's just like beautiful energy. Yeah, I was taken aback by how lovely and kind, and they both are, and it's just like. It was cool to meet them in person, like, for real. But, again, I felt like I already knew them. So, actually, I hugged them twice. <laughs> yeah. It's not it's not easy not to hug both of them. Yes. They're just so, welcoming, kind yes. people. You wouldn't – I didn't imagine, like, when I foresee artists and I hear their music, you know, like, Gravy's music, I'm, you know, like, that's an artist. That's a genius right there, creative. And so meeting them in person, like, to see that they're so down to earth – Right. I feel like I say they because she's a part of that. Sorry, but when you have a <laughs> a partner in life and that lives in your home, they're a part of your process. Right. Did yeah. you write a song for her too, or with? Um. Her? Yeah. She's she's in one of the songs. Yes. Um. And yeah, they uh, celebrities. Yeah. They they support. They're they're just like the best people. Mm-hmm. So everybody needs them in their life, or people like them in their life. Yes. So the uh, the best part was so. We're at the fundraiser. Lots of people there. 
Yeah. You know, and I've been friends with with Robin uh, on Facebook for a few years now, um, personally and professionally. Mm-hmm. So you did some art for one. Of, he took one of your art pieces. Too. Right. Yeah. And so he, you know, he's seen pictures of my family. Mm-hmm. And he walks up to my wife. My wife's like, do I know him? Do I know him? <laughs> you know, and, you know, sometimes you get that anxiety, social anxiety, yeah. when somebody's like looking at you and you're like, oh, I should know him. Where do I know him? I don't know him. I can't remember where I know him from. Right. But they're staring at me yeah. uncomfortably and I should know them and remember a name. Right. Yeah. And so Robin, Robin went up and introduced himself. So it was pretty funny. It's funny how Aww. like social media does that. Like I've had friends from high school too mm-hmm. bump into my family. Yeah, like your Target. family is so beautiful. And they're like, "Oh, you're Mike's kids," and they're yeah. like, "How do you know me?" Okay, I think I made your daughter uncomfortable because I recognize her right away, <laughs> like just from her, you know, because there was that whole. I won't get into the politics, but I was really riled up. I wanted to go protest, and you mentioned your daughter does that at the Capitol. So I, I, I kind of scrolled her her Facebook for a while. So just she's awesome. Like she is definitely would be somebody in my tribe. But uh, she does the protesting. And just based on her profile, you know, I was already inspired by her. So when I was being introduced, you know, your family is so wonderful, by the way. Your mom's beautiful. Your wife, hands down, fantastic person. I was so taken aback how friendly and kind. And she kept like, she was even nice enough to take my plate and get me water. Mike, I felt bad. <laughs> like, don't wait on me. I'm the peasant here. I should be waiting on her. So wonderful to meet your family but anyway your daughter introduced she's like and your 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 wife was like and this is i'm like the daughter i know <laughs> hi and she looked at me like who is this <laughs> i'm like oh, bridge with co-host <laughs> look at the hoodie i'm not just a fan <laughs> you imagine if somebody like was fanning out over us and did actually have our merchandise like that baby oh i think i heard a knock Maybe I'm hearing things. Maybe I'm overexcited. I'm going to go check. Okay. We have a... You keep uh, talking. I will. We have a, a guest that will be coming in. Thomas Aban will be back with us live on the air. And, uh, yeah, if you want more information on WFNULP 94.1 FM in St. Paul, you can visit WFNU.org. That's our website. We stream live 24-7 there. You can find out when your favorite show is on. You can find out when this show is on. You can also download the free WFNU app, and you can do that in your Google Play Store, your Apple App Store, and it is absolutely free. You can get us anywhere in the world, and uh, when we say anywhere in the world, uh, we, we've been listened to in Brazil, live, Costa Rica. Costa Rica. So yeah, we are branching out. Plus, uh, you can also download the podcast version of the show on any of your favorite podcast platforms. You know, whether you're in Peru or Pakistan or mm-hmm. We were up there on else. the charts for a bit. Yeah. So I have a feeling we're hitting another chart soon. It's usually Ooh. behind by a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. but our numbers have been going up and a new country has been added to our- Which country? I'm going to do some research. South Africa Ooh. is now in our uh, listening uh, list of countries that listen to us. Okay. So we are up to 34 different countries Dang. that have listened to our show. So- I'm a little. Uh, I'm having a moment. <laughs> a loss for words. Yeah, we uh, someday we'll actually go through the entire list and then pick out our favorite parts about each country. <laughs> we'll get some more listeners that way. I know our number two country 
after the United States is France for some reason. Really? Yeah. 8% of our listeners come from France on the podcast. I thought they didn't like Americans very much. Um, They probably like you. They probably don't like me. <laughs> no, the opposite. I'm that <laughs> annoying American. So we have with us now our guest oh my gosh. on the show, Thomas Aban is Freaking here. Good out. morning. Yeah, good morning. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Look at you. You're dressed all warm and yes. you look comfortable. We all look comfortable, actually. Yes, but he looks warm, comfortable, and cool. I'm in sweatpants. <laughs> so am I. Thankfully, I was like, bust I, out the sweatpants. I almost, I almost wore my PJ pants here. That's how tired and cold and miserable <laughs> I was before my coffee. Yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those weeks. Luckily, when we get to the weather, we'll talk about the warm-up that's coming up mm-hmm. whether you think it's great or not great it's coming i'm already so. warmed up yeah because there's a good, really great energy in this room right now <laughs> <laughs> all right well thomas we're here to talk about you and your music you were here a few months ago correct yeah um i actually i think last time you were here was like the day after a, it snowed mm-hmm. and i was not in studio yeah right. yeah you're right so that was uh i remember yeah it was quite hectic it mm-hmm. dumped like eight inches in like two minutes on us so um, tell us a little bit about you for the listeners that didn't get to hear you on the show the first time, which there probably isn't many, but just in case there's one or two. Um, and tell us a little bit about your music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a musician. I, I work mostly with, uh, in I guess, in the areas of rock and alternative and a little bit of R&B and jazz. Um, been making music for a long time now. Uh few few records few eps etc uh i'm based in the twin cities um i don't know what else to say really (laughs) where can we find your music uh everywhere everywhere you listen to music yeah all the all the streaming platforms and uh yeah i don't know what uh, what else do people listen to these (laughs) days yeah i think there's a lot of uh I think there's too many to keep up with yeah so who do you distribute your music through is it DistroKid or cd baby or is I've it done, someone else? I've done multiple. I've done DistroKid and uh, what's the other one? Uh, CD Tune, Baby. TuneCore, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I'm going to try to find. I'm on your website right now, so sure. I know there's a list of um, some of the sites on there that you can actually listen to your music, and I want to tell everybody where to do that in case they have a specific well, in Thomas's one. music, I would say it has its own genre, genre for yeah. real. <laughs> like, you don't fit in one box at all. I don't think so, no. And I got to see him live at Ice House, and I got to tell you, I was blown away. Well, thank you. Definitely a performer, and I so much appreciate that as a person that actually will get out of my house if I like your music <laughs> to come see your show. I've been to so many shows where, for whatever reason, it doesn't seem like they enjoy performing, where I feel like that is your own even separate niche is the new word on YouTube. I keep hearing <laughs> this fancy word for 2024, 20, I guess. But your band, the band that you had playing with you too, dude, they were like wearing ski masks, which I like is like a gorilla's thing. You don't, I didn't even see their faces. I didn't know their identities. But they were playing all these cool instruments, and they look like they're going to be, to me in my mind, I'm thinking Slipknot, <laughs> like metal, hardcore. But they were playing just um, an array of just – it was fantastic. I was, I would actually, what I didn't realize, I had never been there before, is that you sit so close, you get, you're so close yeah. and intimate with. It's very yeah. close. Okay, so I was like nervous. I was like staring a lot. <laughs> and I'm like uncomfortably <laughs> staring because I'm just so in awe to be there in person. And Thomas is a person since he's been on our show. 
I've continually, continuously listened and enjoyed his music. I can't say that for everyone that's been on the show. I'm not naming any names. <laughs> <laughs> so it was awesome to just be like satisfied going there and just get the performance piece was even its own element. It brought just this whole new way of looking or hearing the songs. Yeah, I like I, I like to do that with the live thing. I I see it as the time to really explore a song. You mm -hmm. know, I don't I don't really play anything the same way twice because I like to try different things each time and you know why why recreate the record yes you know, there's so much you can do with it i think it's kind of boring and and a little safe to just try and recreate things over and over and over again so yeah to be able to stretch out i guess is more like a jazz element in a way or yes improvisational element yeah i D definitely got that vibe does it throw off your band if you decide to go a little longer i mean no, or is it something you guys have played together long enough where they know that you're probably gonna it's uh, it's a lot something. of signals and and um, orchestration, you know, uh, body language, and they they played with me for a while, so they know what to look for. They know what I mean when I you know look at them or nod or <laughs> you know That's raise great. a finger or something. Right, mm -hmm. like give them like, like a director. Four more minutes. We yeah, gotta yeah, go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> What's the longest you've ever taken one of your songs out? Do you know? I haven't kept track, but I mean. They definitely stretch out, you know, if, if, if something cool happens or you get in a good jam or it's, it's if it's feeling right, then it's just as long as it feels right. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's not um, it's not pre-planned like that. You know, that's kind of a rough outline. And then if, right. if it ends up needing to be, you know, over quicker than you thought, then end it. But if it needs to be longer, then you can stretch it out. Depends on if your bass player's having like a good night and you're like, oh, he's feeling <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's what no. was so great is like, okay, I recognize the songs. However, he gave them like new life right mm -hmm. there. It was like their own, I wouldn't say a remix, but they kind of work. Cause like, yeah, yeah I, I got I like the jazz remix, vibe. Yeah. I got like, they were just like their own new versions of these songs that I love. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the plan is to really, yeah, explore it. I mean, why waste that opportunity with a live setting with a whole new you know when you make a record it's it's either just you or it's you and a few other people um but there's very rarely i mean definitely not in my case like an audience there so when there's an actual audience it's um it's a it's a chance to really uh interact you know and feed off the energy mm -hmm. All right, the time is now 10 o'clock. You're listening to WFNULP 94.1 FM in St. Paul. We are Frogtown Community Radio. This is the 945 show. Thomas Saban is our guest in studio. Oh, my gosh. Bridge Sky is here. I'm here, too. And the 2023 WFNU Programmer of the Year is here, me. Well, what? <laughs> Do you see that Thomas. beautiful, shiny award he got? Oh, uh, congratulations. Thank you. I'm bringing it everywhere. I'm being totally friend. obnoxious about it. Absolutely. I would. So, uh, yeah, that's what the second or third time we've already brought it up. It's been 15 minutes of the show. So it's a sad it realization. I'll probably not get any kind of award like that ever because I actually don't have my own show. <laughs> I co-host your show and then Sunday's show I held with Mahata. And then, you know, I did a little podcast with like. You could be your co-host of the year. Uh, uh, yeah. Th yeah. Next year. Let's propose that. There You're you on the board. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Say there should be like best helper or, you know. Yeah, co-host. That's co -host. a title. That's yeah. a title. And it's a title. Best help. We could do, we'll, we'll just do best helper because 
<laughs> you said it. Best miscellaneous best person. Bridge yes, guy. volunteer. All right, so I got the list of where some of your music is available, Thomas. I have Spotify, Apple Music, Bandcamp, iTunes, Amazon, SoundCloud, and Deezer. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. It's everywhere. Title, everything. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we're going to – I got some – just some uh, show prep miscellaneous stuff we're going to talk about later on, but it's been 25 years since Napster okay. has been yeah. launched this this week. Um, and for those that, they well, everybody knows Napster as... Uh, I thought they went down hard. So they did. Yeah. I and then a corporation bought it. Really? And now it's, uh, it's a legitimate streaming site okay. now. But it pays one of the highest rates per stream. Hmm. Oh. Than anybody else right now. <laughs> Probably <laughs> they, they got to make up point, for some time. Zero zero five of a cent. Yeah, yeah. right. Point yeah. It's just wow. it's amazing because you know you know Spotify is the biggest and pays the least. Mm-hmm. Mm. Napster was the one that had all the controversy and was actually letting you rip Court rip cases. that stuff and download it for free mm-hmm. without any royalties, and now it's one of the highest paying streaming royalty platforms out there. Like, not it, not everybody back. uses it, which no. is weird. Uh, yeah, I didn't yeah. know so, it's still around. Good marketing. That's what. That's what happens when you've got Spotify. <laughs> Apple Music is the same. They're big and they pay like one of the lowest streaming mm-hmm. rates. So, but YouTube mm. is pretty big. They, I've been researching pay. a lot on YouTube. They they got legit stuff. Yeah. So it happens when Google buys you. Yeah. And starts oh, taking over. <laughs> true. But they're really cool. They actually have these videos for someone who's trying to be like start a channel all over again. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have these like training academy videos, and some of them are actually pretty funny because they actually take uh, art, art people that have been on YouTube for a while and they fl- switch it up and they're teaching me again all the uh, legal stuff. So I make sure that when I put something out, <laughs> uh, I get the credit and it, the money if money ever out. comes along. Yeah. Now I see on here um, you're on TikTok. Are you very active on TikTok? No. No. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> it's just to save the it's name, so hard. really. Oh, I'll, okay. I'll, I put things on that, but the, the kind of things I would post on TikTok aren't really. TikTok isn't really the space for it, you know. Mm. Sure. So. Yeah, you kind of have to be like short and pithy with all of those <laughs> right, videos. Yeah. Um, it and TikTok does like has been doing like this weird thing where, it's forced instagram to go to reels mm-hmm. youtube to go confusing. to shorts mm-hmm. and it was like okay tiktok is taking over this 10 to 30 second video platforming <laughs> and now you can upload 10 minute videos yeah. to tiktok what? so it it seems like it doesn't know what it wants to be or do i was trying to send you my hash brown i did see I that it. i got it it didn't look like it was working and then what's annoying about it too is i was like trying to just hit back to go back and it kept making me see more videos. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's too much for me. I just like to stick to YouTube. Yeah, TikTok is, it's got a creepy algorithm too. Very so uh, if you watch a video and the person on the video says a certain word, Magnets. It, it'll, it'll catch on to it mm-hmm. and it'll totally show you videos of nothing but that topic. And you're like, I, I don't know what's going on, but tiktok is scary so it's not a not a bad thing you're not (laughs) good to hold your name (laughs) so nobody takes it but if you never do anything with it that's not not a big deal (laughs) well maybe i'll put some 10 minute videos i have some videos of you thomas (laughs) i recorded from my phone there was no signs that said i couldn't of your live performance and oh my gosh well i didn't know you were for sure coming today so i didn't edit them down but Mm. i uh 
I got to share them. I will now that yeah. you're here because <laughs> it's. A, I'm telling you, seeing you live, everyone has to do that. It is such an awesome experience, and if we can, if there's time, that amazing like equipment you had on your guitar was like its own theater yeah <laughs> yeah the what the uh, heck is that thing called i it don't know lights uh, up and it like yeah. makes his, I'm, like, I'm looking at a picture of it right now his instrument and his music like yeah, it seems like you can uh, do amazing things it's sort of a electronic drum machine slash synth so i can play synth and drums and guitar mm. at, at the same time mm-hmm yeah. Is that wired through your guitar so when you pluck strings it makes those no, sounds or do you play uh, it separately, separately with the guitar? Really? Separately with the guitar, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how he does I it. I say how long did that take for to get your hand-eye coordination for for that? Well, so when I started playing music, I I played acoustic guitar and I I played a percussive tapping style. Okay. So I was already kind of geared towards uh, I guess multitasking and then I wanted to be able to play electric and have drums at the same time when i played solo and so it wasn't a huge learning curve probably the biggest was playing the synth along with the guitar and the drums okay but mm. you know it's just evolved as i've needed to right you know. yeah he makes it look easy <laughs> i think it it's pretty amazing I, I need to see that live it does not it's not it would not be easy for yeah. any regular human being but <laughs> someone like thomas like he made it look easy and you've been doing it forever and just like i mean okay i'm sorry i'm a fangirl here okay <laughs> i've watched a lot of your videos and i've been into your music a lot and just like you with a just an acoustic guitar alone is you do things with that that's amazing Thank with you. the drumming and the i just i'm telling you like so but you added this element in and it's like 10 times that Thank you. you really didn't even need the band what don't the tell them i said that we <laughs> <laughs> were having some drum issues like the drummer unfortunately was having some and at first i thought it was part of the performance but he kept flagging the down like but he was doing it to like a beat right <laughs> like, oh cool are we supposed to get involved and then i realized there was some issue going on with the yeah. sound yeah. <laughs> you gotta hide it you know mm -hmm. sometimes you just yeah. disguise it as dancing he did look like he's dancing, like trying to get us involved and i'm like John, are we supposed to get him? I was yeah. with my friend John. I was like, I think we're supposed to. Nope, nope. He looks mad. <laughs> but he had a ski mask on because he kept shaking his head. You know, no, no. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know what's going on here. Do you have any other shows planned or no, that not, you can tell us well, about? Well, I'm playing the, uh, oh, man, what is that called? The Red Wing Music Fest in February. Mm. Oh, uh, is that uh, the Big Turn? Yes, Big correct. Turn. That's oh, okay. cool. Yes, I do not have the date. I believe it's the Saturday of that weekend, which is either the 21st or 22nd. I can't remember, but um, that would be the next one, and then uh, nothing on the books after that. Okay. But sh there will be. Yeah, it's so a Big Turn for those who don't know. It's a, it's, it's a pretty cool concept that they have going on. It's been going on for a little while now in Red Wing and in that area where it's – I think it's just that one weekend – uh friday saturday and is it sunday too i believe so yeah okay so it's two or three days there's multiple bars and venues in involved and you pick the venues and the shows you want to see cool. so thomas is playing at the same that time you're just there saturday three or four other yep. bands okay. are playing at other venues mm. so i mean it's just kind of a very cool kind of a really cool setup they got going on there so i think it's like having like a a music fest but all indoors, like with the different stages. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's yeah. in different, different venues different areas, yeah. uh, throughout Red Wing. So now, where's you just at? Okay, so Colin, your friend. Now I'm friends with your friend Colin. Sure. Very swell. Yeah, guy, I said his last name right. Okay. <laughs> 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 well, 
was on last week, and he said you were just at that um, big First Ave, 7th Street, Bands of 2024. Mm-hmm. You said you had a family member there, a cousin or somebody performed there or something like that? No, my uh, my drama was playing. <gasps> okay. Yeah, yeah. So his, you were there. his band was was playing. Got it. Yes. Yeah. Did you perform? No, I did not. No. Okay. I, I was just there to see him. Okay. Yeah. Supportive yeah. And, and whatever. But I heard that it was really cool. Because I saw Krista Wax. Remember, we went to their station. Yep. And they were she, she blowing it up. She co-hosted, right? Yeah. I was like, "What? Well, I thought we were friends. Why did she say something? I only <laughs> came. <laughs> Give me that ticket." Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of cool things going on. Like we like you said the the band was what was it the tw- new band new or bands, bands of 2024? Yeah. Best, best new bands. Best yeah. new bands. Yeah, okay. Twenty. Yeah. Twenty three. Yeah. So there's a lot of. Uh, a lot of cool things going on. Like this is like the time of year where it's just like a lot of big shows. Yeah. That they just want to bring in as many people yeah. as they can yeah. <laughs> and get it. In. It's like getting people ready to get back out for the summer because yeah. in the summer everything's spread out again. Right. So you got outdoor concert here. You got an outdoor concert over there. And kind of like in the winter here in Minnesota, we kind of take advantage of the indoor spaces. Yes. We just say, come to us and we've got everybody. What's here. your favorite venue to play? Would you say? Um, well, for whatever reasons, I'm sure they have their own pros and cons. Probably, probably Fist Avenue. Mm-hmm. The main stage sound is, is really fun. Uh, but like 7th Street is great and Tiff Club is great and Ice House is great. I, I think as long as you have good sound and there's people, it doesn't really matter to sure. me what the venue is. But, um... I mean, if I had to pick, it would probably be one of those three. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and speaking know. of intimate, 7th Street entry is, mm-hmm. you're right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun one. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. get enough people in there, and you are standing next to the stage no matter where you're standing in that yeah. venue. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost uncomfortable for a fan because I don't want to be so obvious that I'm obsessed <laughs> with <my> people. <laughs> so, but I, next time I'll just have a sign. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Come across, you know, kind and right. Consider it. I think I asked you last time you were on, but what what's a venue you haven't played that you want to play? Mm. Anywhere. A- or anywhere. Hmm. Oh, great question. Yeah, that's a good. It would probably, I mean, I don't have a, a specific one doesn't come to mind, but a specific type of venue would come to mind, which is more like a. Um, like really old theater, you know, with the yeah. the seating and the um, Orpheum. Orpheum, yeah, that'd be nice. I played the Palace Theater, and that was that was really oh. a, a cool venue, you know, because mm-hmm. it's kind of the mix of it's like First Ave, but also with seats and you know a little more character in the building. Sure, but yeah, probably a theater. Yeah, yeah, uh, you would fit perfect in that mm-hmm. element because again, it's just like you're just the stage presence of performance. Actually, there's a place in Berlin, actually, now that you say that. It's Ooh. called uh, Funk House. Uh, and it's an old, I think it's like a radio broadcasting station, but they did a lot of classical music there. Cool. So there's a lot of very like ornate architecture and, and interior pieces because it was, you know, the whole room is designed to almost be like an instrument mm-hmm. for people to listen to classical music in. Wow. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd probably be something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Parkway Theater is kind of, is set up. Um, they set it's set up to watch movies mm. and to have musical performances, and so they have a stage in front of the movie screen. Okay. So, um, in oh. the International Treasures had their mm-hmm. CD release 
party there. Really? And it, it's it's an older movie theater mm-hmm. that they retro fitted into like another mu- a music venue too. So interesting. What's the capacity? Um, I think it's like I want to say like two hundred maybe. Oh, nice. So yeah, I mean it's m- maybe less than that. I'm not really sure. It was, mm-hmm. it was. Uh, Where's it, that located? It's in Minneapolis. Okay. So, um, but yeah, it's a nice, nice theater, a little intimate. But yeah, I mean you got the stage and everybody sitting in theater, like yeah, movie nice. theater seats. So it's pretty cool. So that was a fun night. Um, do you prefer indoor or outdoor venues? Indoor. Indoor. Yeah. Would the, you the do outdoor? I have. I have festivals. Stuff? Yeah. I. 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 I mean. I like it. There's nothing necessary. The, the only downside, I think, is the sound. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And usually in a festival setting, I think people are usually, I don't know. It's a different vibe for sure. It is. But it, 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 it can be very fun. It's just it's the acoustics, I think, that let it down a little bit. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because in those... And we're in an indoor venue. You've got everything bouncing off. Of yeah, things, you can and feel the designed. bass a lot more, too. You know, oh, the, yeah. the vibration just kind of goes off into the yeah uh, you know yeah and it, if it's set up right i mean it's you know the sound is always awesome right. inside and then outside it just goes forever mm-hmm. there's nothing to bounce off yeah so unless well, you now get, that like, you're officially award winner mike <clears throat> we've talked i've talked about this since i started co-hosting but i want to plan a 945 show right like live show and oh actually thomas it's because of you that i started in my head like who would be my dream artist to come you know you'd be headlining of course well, thank you <laughs> but, but now that you've won this award because we were talking about maybe doing a five-year whatever reasonings right. but now that you won the award we can I have feel a, like that gives you like, a rep won an award show yeah <laughs> festival Cele- celebration show but we could pick a cool like venue like now you have connections with parkway or whatever that place is called right yeah so okay my my brain's already going <laughs> this is gonna happen. Virgin. I know. By the by, the end of uh, the weekend, I'll have a flyer like in my inbox from you or something. Seriously, because <laughs> I definitely would pick feature the artists that we both love, right? Ourselves, you know, because that's where the passion comes for promoting. Yep. I feel like for me, I used to do that until it was just sucked dry, no joy in it at all. Even though <laughs> I still respected the artist, but now for me, it's easy. It's still in my you know rooted dna to be able to do it when i'm passionate about the person and the music i mean i could just bring people my energy's good and people will just come just because i'm so excited about <laughs> it <laughs> now you had uh your recent ep that was released was deep winter mm-hmm. and we had you on uh right about that time it came mm-hmm. out i believe so how's uh how's that reception been on deep winter it's been good i it's when I release things, it's not, I usually don't keep track of that stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm always behind in terms of the projects I want to point, put out. So, um, I'm usually onto the next thing in terms of my focus and energy. So a lot of times just making it and putting it out is kind of the, the end goal or the limits of what I aspire to do, uh, with it once it's out. Um, but yeah, I mean, from, from what people have, you know, has directly come in front of me from people's reaction. It's been positive. Nice. That's wise not to follow it. Yeah. <laughs> that's my problem is I follow. stop doing it if you would do that. Follow it all the time. Well, but that's why you win awards. <laughs> you know? yeah, there you go. <laughs> Keep track of those algorithms. That's right. So what is your timeline between when you finish a project 
to when it gets released and then after you finish the project and you're waiting for it to be released in between there how long do you wait before you start working on the next project well i'm well in terms of that i'm continuously working on multiple things at once it's never linear like that you know okay. mm. there's you know there's songs that were completed uh, you know like six or seven years ago that you know might come out on the next record or the next ep it just wasn't the time or the project to put them out so i kind of just work on everything at once and then the projects kind of emerge from that process okay very organic yeah. and natural <laughs> try, I to love that. <laughs> try to be don't force it yeah exactly yeah i I've tried to multitask like that before, and it's a mess for me. Well, it's a, me- it's a mess for me, too. Yeah. That's my life. I've got multiple things going on right now, yeah. and I just basically kind of move in the momentum of, well, of course, when I'm feeling creative and um, passionate about it, and then also more if someone's like, hey, by the way, remember that project we're working on? How's that coming on your end? Oh, yeah, let me get that. <laughs> I get reminders, and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, let's finish it. Yeah, the organized chaos for me is sometimes something that i lack sure, sure. <laughs> and it's just chaos there's well, no chaos. organization at that. all yeah. <laughs> so all right well i want to listen to some of your songs mm-hmm. uh you gave bridge a, a list of some songs um and i want to play a couple of them right now um we're going to listen to symmetry and black tar Yay. off of a shake's legacy and then uh truly loved you off of deep winter and then we'll come back right after that so you are listening to the 945 show on frogtown community radio you were never born and seen and feeling drawn inside
It's the last song that I would write I could sleep tight, so tight Knowing that I truly loved you If I could kill time and not injure you It's all I could do, sure Truly Loved You by our guest, Thomas Aban. That's off the Deep Winter EP. Uh, 
Thomas's most recent release. Before that, we heard Symmetry and Black Tar off of A Shake's Legacy. Awesome music. Thank I you. have a painting, you know, that I was inspired by you. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember yeah, our conversation. Yeah, you said last time. Yeah. yeah. It's only a little five by seven, but it's very colorful. Well, thank you. The colors. <laughs> uh, abstract, remember? Abstract. But anyway, I wanted to give it to you, so it, you'll just maybe I'll have to get your address. <laughs> Watch out, Thomas! <laughs> you might have to hire some security. <laughs> it's really cool, I think, because like we're hearing you talk, but your singing voice goes up and down, and it, sure. it changes quite a bit. Um, I love that. And I that. think it's really awesome that, yes. that you that you range. have that type of range. I don't have any range. <laughs> which is why I don't sing. Monotone? No, I say calm. You're the calm, collected, reasonable. You're like the comfortable person when we interview people. I'm the uncomfortable, bouncing around. <laughs> you don't know what I'm going to say or do. You can definitely tell my nerves if my voice goes way up when I'm really nervous or really low when I don't say anything. <laughs> so. When you don't say anything, that's when we know something's wrong with you. Yeah. Preach. Something else is going on. <laughs> so we were talking uh, during those songs, uh, Thomas. You've got a, a new single coming out. Correct. Ooh. Yes. Either uh, I believe it'll be two, not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday, God. whatever date that is. Yes. What's the name? Do we get to know? It the is name? called. Uh, what is it called? Uh, Where is everybody? Mm. Yes. Do we get the insider information? Insider. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's like that'd be January thirty first. There you go. If it's in two Wednesdays. Right. Oh. So <gasps> Premiere. Yeah, that's right. One one way to to finish off the first thirty one days mm-hmm. yeah. of the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is to stream Thomas's new single. Oh, I will so. be. <laughs> you'll have you'll have a million streams that'll all be from Bridge. Be a million streams, one unique listener. <laughs> I can do a few hundred. So that's actually accurate. Just because when I like a song or an album, I'll just listen to it over and over. You know, like that's, I don't know. That's just my nature. That's why I like CDs and vinyls because for me, like I, I don't know. It just makes it more tangible and real and like. I literally pulled out my CD pack last night going through. <laughs> and um, there's so many, it's not common these days, but there's so many, actually me and Tom or Dom were talking mm-hmm. at the dinner. Dom Terrace. Yeah. Host of Basic Beats on Friday nights here on WFNU. He kills it. I had no idea. Why. <laughs> I would listen to like trash DJs compared to him. <laughs> like he's like, his set last night was just fire. And anyway, so, so I'm trying to get into that <laughs> compilation DD, DJ stuff. <laughs> but uh, we were talking about that, like, when, like, there's so many. He's like, well, what kind of, like, songs stick out to you? And I'm like, well, usually it's the ones that didn't get radio play at all. Like, if you listen to a, a, an artist, all their music, it's usually those songs people don't even know are, for me, the most amazing ones. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, back in the day, I would listen, like, the weekend Don FM. He has this album. It's completely different from anything he's. And originally, when I put the CD in, because I just love him, so I put the CD in. The Don, it's like '80s synth. It's really cool, actually. Okay, now I love it. But originally, <laughs> I hated it because it was so far off. But because it's on CD and I'm listening to it while I'm driving around, you know, eventually I stop skipping all the songs and you know, I'm like, oh wait, I do like this one. I do like. Before I know it, I love that whole album. 
literally i know all the songs on it i mean i could pick out the ones that i vibe with more and just connected with more but like the whole album there's only i would say a handful of folks like thomas you gotta you gotta do that you gotta get do you have vinyl or cds because like only for the first record it's creative stuff like it's like legit content that Yes, that's where you get into the obsessive status. <laughs> yeah. The sides of the t-shirts. I would love to. It's mm-hmm. very expensive. You know? I would pay for it for my own. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Just but you got to order po- like 300 fan. at once. Yeah. Just yeah. charge the fan. Well, like maybe you just get a poll going. Oh, okay, sure. Okay, like this Crowd, is what it costs. Crowdfunding. Like. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there you go. So seriously. Have you ever thought of doing some kind of crowdfunding for albums? A lot of artists yeah. have been doing it, and it they I mean, it's super successful. Yeah, it would it would. I think it's kind of antithetical to the way I work in that uh, it's hard for me to like plan so far ahead when something's going to come out, you know? Sure. Mm -hmm. Usually when things are released is pretty soon after they're done. Okay. So I'd have to kind of, I'd have to have something way in advance, you know? Right. You'd have or to have what like if some a, side person does it for you? <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a team when you got someone like me. I'm just, I can do multiple things very quickly. Bridge is your team. Yes. <laughs> Is there uh, any artists or groups that you listen to when you're not making music, when you want to just get away from your stuff, doing the making and the recording and the planning of all that? Yeah, it's um, usually a lot of uh, classical music um, and then a lot of jazz as well, more more like jazz composers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of people, there's a, there's a guy from, I believe he's from Berlin, but uh, he's called Nils Fromm. He kind of has a mm. interesting mix of classical and electronic music. Cool. Which which is which is nice to listen to. Uh, really, just anything, I guess, different than what I'm doing currently. <laughs> you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you ever find yourself doing something like list, trying to get away, and it turns out like whoever you're listening to is really close to like what you do. Mm. And you're like, wait a minute. I was trying to get away from this for a second. <laughs> not not really. Um but maybe maybe like a maybe a type of a type of song, you know, maybe you're trying to you, you know, you're working on a ballad and then you end up listening to someone else's ballad, but not sure. necessarily like a stylistic comparison, I suppose. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I do not do that with this show. I do not listen to other people like us. <laughs> <laughs> so if I sound like somebody else, it's totally coincidental. So because I don't, you know. This is true, and I get <laughs> sick of myself really quickly. Actually, uh, I always listen to anything I put out there at least once, just to make sure I don't have to retract anything or, you know. <laughs> but it's actually been a great tool to, you know, hone in on. I don't do the ums anymore and. I could definitely like filter myself better with cussing, <laughs> especially the stations really help me with that. <laughs> Anything we can do to help you out. But also, if I find myself annoying, you know, I notice when I get really nervous or excited, my voice gets annoying, really high pitched, and I hate when I do that. But <laughs> I'm like, what was I? What was in my head at that time? Because I try to bring it back, and I, especially in my podcast, I make notes to myself just to kind of keep myself centered. And oh, calm, so I don't come off as I don't know a dummy sometimes. Self <laughs> notes always work. Woo do woo do woo. You know, I don't know. 
All right. We are going to get into the out the window weather report in just a little bit. Oh, important. Um, I do have some some things here that I found online, and since you're both here, we'll get both of your uh, opinions mm. on them. First off, uh, some of the birthdays this week uh, that were celebrated: Mario Van Peoples turned 67, uh, rapper Pitbull turned 43, Regina King mm-hmm. 53. Ooh, love her. Uh, Debbie Allen uh, is 74 this week. Shaw Day turned 65. Mm. Um, Lynn Manuel Miranda uh, from Hamilton is 44. James Earl Jones, talk <gasps> about deep voices and great yes, voices. Yes, amazing Sandlot. Turned 93 Lion King. this Coming week. Coming to America. Um, I love him. Maury Povich turned 85. <laughs> <laughs> is he still on air? He, no, no, he's, he's not the there daddy. anymore. <laughs> uh, Batista, the wrestler turned actor. Uh, he turned 55. Sean Waynes turned 53. Uh, and who else is on here? Uh, Drea De Mateo from The Sopranos Ooh, yeah. turned 52. Ooh. So that we talked. Show. Yeah, we talked about Napster. Let me uh, ask Thomas, years. did you know uh, any? How many of those names did you know? Maybe. Three. Good. Two. Okay. <laughs> the, the best part is, is I pick out all the names I know. Uh-huh. And then I watch Bridget's face and she's like, I don't know. Who oh, yeah. Just because that face, like, mm-hmm. So maybe. Uh, I uh, also listen to the age, like, good, older, good, older, right? good, older. <laughs> all right. So do you guys wash your clothes before you wear them after you buy them brand new? Mm, most times, unless it's a, a moment of I really don't like what I'm wearing or I spilled something on it. I got to wear something quick. <laughs> yes you do okay <laughs> chemicals man what the dyes they use to unless you buy a granite which is always 10 times more yep. for a t-shirt all right it says almost all laundry and clothing experts on the internet say you should mm-hmm. wash your clothes before wearing them not only to rinse out the dyes and the chemicals uh but it also gets rid of any pathogens uh, respiratory sec- secretions or fecal matter that somebody else has put on them while trying them on before mm-hmm. for you. Well, I worked at Babies R Us. I was an initiative supervisor anyways, but I got to read and learn about why organic clothes is so important and the dyes that they put. So here's a probably disgusting <laughs> example, but <laughs> I bought my, ki- my kid black socks. Now I refuse. I really don't like to buy black socks. Anyway, black socks, you know, he did not wash them because you just pull them out of the pack and wash them, wear them. However, because it, he was sweating or whatever the weather, it was summertime, his feet were dyed black. And it, w- he, it took like a couple times he had to shower to get it out. I'm like, ooh, I wonder what the <laughs> heck got in, <laughs> seeped into your skin there. Yeah. I had my, uh, my older brother got a rash from brand new socks mm-hmm. straight out of the pack. So he's like, I even wash my socks when, before I wear them. So mm-hmm. Especially <laughs> it's like gross. Yeah. Uh, do either of you eat peanut butter? Yeah. Creamy or extra crunchy or crunchy? Creamy or with honey? I have no preference. Really? No. Actually, I go almond butter now because peanut butter is so Uh, not the best. Well, I don't have any information on almond butter, but Americans eat enough peanut butter to cover the Grand Canyon, the floor (laughs) of the Grand Canyon, every year. Yes. And you know, vegans, everyone hates on vegans. Guess what? My doctor, when I was like, 13 you know we had to go see the doctor my mom <laughs> the, the biggest question is do you get enough protein i get more protein than most meat eaters because of like the nuts nut proteins legumes and he literally showed her like it took a tablespoon 
of peanut butter. He's like, that's all she needs every day. She's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks to advances in medical science, more people are making it past the age of 100 in the United States. Mm. In 1950, the Census Bureau estimated that just 2,300 Americans were over the age of 100. In 1990, the uh, estimate the estimate was 37,300. Mm-hmm. A couple of years ago, it was up to 80,000. Really? Um, and this year, the estimate the estimated number I can't even speak is 101,500 people will make it past the year 100. In 2054, they estimate 420,000 people. We'll make That's it gonna be me. One hundred. I got a book. One hundred ways the Chinese folks live to be a hundred. My it's question. Just one day I check in on it. <laughs> my question is: Is one hundred too old for either of you to live to? <laughs> That's my goal. Depends on the quality of life. There you go. <laughs> right there. It's the quality, not the quantity. <laughs> I told my kids. When I make it to 85, a pillow over the face would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to make it much more past 85. See, your kids have left the nest. You know, half mine have. Right. And just to get that, like, okay, I love my kids, right? And I did, I did miss them initially. <laughs> but now it's been so much more calm. I have so much more time for myself. <laughs> that I feel like, and now I've traveled more with Costa Rica and all that. So when my youngest to get up and out the house or at least old enough to travel with me yes i'm gonna be living my best life <laughs> thomas you have young kids right no no you don't i thought you did my no. goodness no. here i'm making you have kids yeah right <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my fault i'm sorry no. sir <laughs> no i have very old kids old kids yeah. how old 35 no. You sounds like, yeah, right. I was like, you had me until then. I was like, wow, how are they older than See, you? That's what I was going to say. Great. Yeah. I was like, wow, 70 looks great on you. Mm-hmm. All right. Th- living to 100. You know. <laughs> right, exactly. you got plenty of time. Eating Seriously. peanut butter. Yeah, exactly. I recommend waiting. Washing clothes and eating peanut butter at the age of 100. That, that's what I'm going to do. All right. The Rubik's Cube turned 50 this year. Uh, it was invented by a professor of architecture, Irna Rubik, and was originally oh. called the Magic Cube. He applied for a patent in Hungary in early 1975, and that is when he was granted that patent. My question to both of you, have you ever <laughs> solved a Rubik's <Nope>. Cube? <laughs> Only blindfolded. I can't do it without one. Really? Really? Yeah. Is that true? Could you close your eyes and do it? No. has to be a blindfold. Really? It has to be an Egyptian cotton blindfold. <laughs> And um, probably how many count. strands? Uh, thread count thread is count. Is, <laughs> is a spectrum, but oh yeah. man, white noise only. Yeah. That affects speed. All right, yeah. I've got I've got a it's homework math. assignment <laughs> for you. The homework assignment is watch a YouTube video on how to solve one. Yes. And then next time you're in, we're going to give you that Rubik's yeah. cube. Yeah. <laughs> while you're here, and we'll we'll video we'll video it, yeah. Ooh, and it'll be, cool. be digital content. See what we're going to. You don't have time for that. It's <laughs> doing important things. <laughs> I know. Here I'm like. People's lives. I know you there. have a, a single coming out, but <laughs> can you put that on hold for a second? Yeah. We need to be entertained. <laughs> the fans demand Thomas solve a Rubik's cube on the air. Yes. So like, I mean, we you're have one a, fan. 
that has that weird <laughs> request of you. We have, you know, we have a goal since I'm an ordained minister to marry somebody on the air. Oh. You've got to solve a Rubik's Cube a on Rubik's the air. Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, the goals it very the, are getting higher high. and higher yes, here. Holy. Sheesh. <laughs> All right. The shelf life of a hobby for Americans is just about 16 months. Hmm. So researchers polled 2,000 adults uh, who identified work commitments, busy life, and a lack of motivation as reasons why they don't stick to hobbies. 25% of adults have quit a hobby, having never used any of the items or accessories <laughs> they purchased. That's me. <laughs> I would say more like 16 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> For those with a hobby, the average person will dedicate 245 hours a year to it. It's more than 10 days over 12 months. That's a great question. Uh do you have hobbies outside of music? Uh, well, now it's the Rubik's Cube. <laughs> yes. That's the lamest hobby ever. <laughs> no, not for the show. It's the best hobby. We true, gotta, true. Okay, okay. I'll go along we gotta, We got to go. Come on, Thomas. You can do it. Now, I know you knew a lot about fishing, but you don't really fish. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, you sounded like you were a, like a, the Buddha fishing. Seriously, a monk. Well, we also thought he had a 35-year-old kid, too, yeah. just a couple minutes ago. So I was scared for a minute. Mike, <laughs> <laughs> are you close to that? All right. Here, here's a real random question. How many times can the state of Minnesota fit into Alaska? Mm, I've been to Alaska. Twice. Didn't, did that topic ever come up? <laughs> it is very beautiful there and open. And is it four? More mountains. than four. Really? Yes. No way, man! I didn't. I didn't. I guess I didn't see much of Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> you only saw a little bit. Minnesota yeah, we, can't we fit ate into a this. Lot of heights, but oh. really. Yeah. Do you have a guess, Bridge? It's more well, than four. More than four? Okay, I'll go with six. More than six. Much. No way. Eight times. You can fit Minnesota in Alaska eight times. Wow. Yeah, it's big. And they have earthquakes. Volcanoes. I was there. You can see Russia. Like an intense one. It was very scary. My life flashed before my <laughs> eyes. I was on the third floor, and I looked at Joanne, and she's like, do you feel that? Because they get so used to them because they happen often. Just right. really mild, one, mild ones all day. That, that, that hindered me from deciding to move there. <laughs> but there was the moment when it was a big, big one. And she's like, oh, do you feel that? I'm like, feel what? And all of a sudden, I start feeling it. And I'm looking at her like, what, what do, do we do? do? <laughs> like, we're going to die. And she's, she's like, you can't do anything. And I'm just like accepting death. <laughs> it's very scary. You can fit Texas into Alaska twice. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's how big Alaska wow. is. You know? Texas is a big state. Yeah. Do you know which, uh, do you have a guess on which state could, would fit the most times? Inside like of the Alaska? tiniest? State? So a tiny state? Like Rhode Island? Yes, it Rhode is Rhode Island. Oh, I knew it. You just look at the, I just pictured that globe, you know, the geographic classes that I've had. <laughs> this big, that's how I'd memorize my tests. Do you know how many times Rhode Island would fit into Alaska? Of course you don't. That's why I'm asking. But. Okay, we got to do math quick. Thomas, hurry. Eight times, whatever. <laughs> You'll never get it if you're going to do math like that. I'd say 222. Six. Oh, not even close. Dang it. <laughs> I don't know what I asked. That. How about you, Thomas? Do you got a guess? No, I do not. <laughs> He's smart. He doesn't even try. 425 times. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, I just forgot to I just forgot to multiply it by two. See that I just missed that last yeah, calculation. Right. That's all it was. It's all nerves. Right. <laughs> it is now ten forty five. You're listening to the nine forty five show on Frogtown Community Radio. Thomas Aban is our guest. We were talking about 
his music, and we were just talking about nonsense there for like the last 10 minutes. So. I'm so mad. I have nothing here for you to autograph. <laughs> but now it's the time of the show. It is now time for the WFNULP Out the Window Weather Report. All right, Thomas, you're the guest. That's a rule here. The guest has to do the weather, and you, you've done this he before. So you are a seasoned veteran <laughs> when it comes to the out-the-window weather report. So go ahead and tell our listeners the weather outside the window. Uh, clear skies, very cold, very little snow, thankfully. Oh, and a plane. And, 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 a, hel- <laughs> and yeah, a plane. A Flying above the crane. Uh it's a oh yeah! People getting stuck up on the street corner. <laughs> <laughs> this is very cold out there. Traffic seems to be running smooth though on Rice and Marion and University. I do not see the light rail though, so but it's probably running on time. All right, for the weather for the rest of the weekend Accuracy, today, here we go. It's going to be <laughs> sunny with a high near ten. Wind chill mm. as low as minus twelve today. Mm. Tonight partly cloudy with the low around negative one. Tomorrow, partly sunny with a high near 20. Here it comes. Uh, your wind chill, though, will still be negative 14 because we have it. a wind out of the south at mm. 20 miles per hour. Sunday night, mostly cloudy with the low around 16. Monday, 31. <gasps> Tuesday, 34. Wednesday, 37. What's those wind chills looking like, though? That makes all the they, difference. They don't even mention wind chills. Mm. So the wind mm. is going to be pretty much a non-factor, like five miles per hour. Don't so. get my hopes up. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going back into my cave. Yeah, Thursday, it's going to be 37. Hmm? Chance of rain. What? On Thursday. No, okay. Yeah, Friday, cloudy with a high near 37. That is your... Bipolar Minnesota weather. Yeah. That is your weather here on the 945 show. Thomas, if you had your choice of weather, what's your ideal weather conditions? Mm. Just doing anything, either running errands or hanging out outside or whatever. It's probably like a... a a warm fall day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. Fall's my favorite. Yeah, between 60 and 70 or something. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You give me 75 and a beach, mm-hmm. like at the ocean, <laughs> yeah. I'm right there. <laughs> I mean, it could be any beach, but the ocean helps. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, the water's got to be at least in the 70, 70 degrees, too. Well, I'm so. going back to Costa Rica in December. It was the perfect time to go. It's their technical winter. Right. However, it was just right at that perfect, you know, between 65 and 75. However, they have no, like, humidity either. <laughs> and there was no rain, which everyone said there was going to be rain showers. I brought my rain boots and everything. I should have just left them there, <laughs> uh, you know. But it was, like, amazing. So I am. That's I keep saying it out loud so you hold me accountable. I'm going back there again in December. <laughs> Anybody wants to come with? They are a blue, I can't remember, blue zone, whatever, country, which means most of their people, lots of their people live over 100. Oh, well, there It's you recognized go. in the world. They probably have they more know what than they're doing. the U.S. then. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we are going to listen to a couple more songs yeah. uh, by our guest, Thomas Abon. We have Visions and Be Loved. And then when we get back, we'll have to wrap up the show because we're getting near the end here. You're listening to the 945 show on Frogtown Community Radio. Chapter Charity, I'm in the core and the fizzy. 
ignore them, then you can bet that I hear drumming. And some visions can be stunning. Demons on the moon, I show you they're coming. Unresolved, unresigned 
Be Loved by Thomas Bond. Before that was also Visions I heard Amazing. Hot seat question. Who did you have a celebrity crush on <laughs> growing up? Uh, Crushes. Uh, Winna Hitzog. Ooh, I don't know who that is. Any other ones? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that was, that, no, that was, it was him. Yeah. Okay, I gotta look it up. <laughs> Dang it! I can't look like that! <laughs> You ever seen Grizzly Man? Mm-mm. No? Okay. I just don't watch TV or any of the things. Oh. I was hoping you were going to say something. <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> <I can. laughs> Somebody you knew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Awesome. Well, Thomas, thanks for coming. Ever mysterious. <laughs> thanks and for intriguing. having me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the 945 show on Frogtown Community Congratulations, Radio. Mike. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we will be back on the next show. Amazing how that works. Have a good weekend, everybody, and we will see you on the next 945 show.